episode 48, your gut feeling and why you should always trust it. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Here we are for the 48th episode of the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness, and to develop a personal, no, to develop your personal supremacy. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, um, uh, this is kind of like an interesting episode, and I dug it up because yesterday we were talking about uh, identifying symptoms of depression. And now you're probably going to ask yourself, uh, what does my gut have to do with depressions? And your question is entirely justified. <laughs> and I will answer it uh, later on in this episode, promise pinky swear. Uh, now that we've got that covered, welcome uh, again, <laughs> I guess. And I hope um, you've uh, you didn't spend too much time trying to uh, you know recklessly uh, self-analyze yourself for depression symptoms uh, because it wasn't uh, like I said multiple times not meant that way. It's just to keep your eyes open for a multitude of those factors. The reason I'm mentioning it because I got inquiries. And, um, I always, you know, kind of like had a copy pasting where, which I sent back and said, look, you know, it's not that bad. You know, <laughs> uh, one of them was actually, Hey, cool. You know, I kind of found out that I spend some days in bed all day and I kind of recognized the game you were playing, you know, the, can I do it without getting up out of bed thing? And, um, a lot of them. Uh, a lot of the feedback didn't raise any concerns, but it was kind of interesting to see that a lot of you uh, kind of resonated with the uh, with the lockdown slash uh, quarantine situation and uh, you know the loss of uh, personal uh, hygiene and grooming standards and actually, uh, yeah, like myself sitting, uh, in your jogging pants and a shirt and a tie and in a very important Zoom conference call. Uh, it wasn't Zoom for me, it was some other application. A uh, tidbit more secure. Um, but yeah, um, depression, check. Uh, a lot of you don't have it, but you know, again, be weary and careful with yourself and your friends. Uh, stay safe, not necessarily from the bug. Uh, from that too, of course, but, uh, you know, there are significant side effects uh, in a social context, which I think need more addressing than they actually receive at the moment. Now, your gut and why you should always trust it. Um, there's an interesting phenomenon, uh, which where this... Um, you know, gut feeling term derives from. And let me give you an example. I was on 
a contract and flew into my home airport of Hamburg, Germany, jetted out of the plane, went through customs unobstructed, as always, got in, got to the rental car counter, took out my car, which in that case uh, was, uh, was an Audi A8, I think, or an S8, I don't recall exactly. Uh, super fast, super new, I think it had less than 2,000 kilometers on it, so it was, you know, brand spanking new. And on my way home on the Autobahn, there's a not a significant, but about 20 kilometers, I guess, which has a speed limit of 100 kilometers an hour. So uh, after that, the um, speed limit gets lifted, as is usual on German highways. And I gave it the beans just because, you know, it was new, wanted to see what it could perform. And the speedometer was kind of rising and rising and rising. So I was at 200 kilometers an hour, 210, 220, 230. And when I reached 230, I saw a 40 ton semi truck. And behind that was um, the seven and a half ton, kind of like a smaller, very much smaller truck. Uh, and this stretch of highway had was limited to two lanes so you had the left lane which was the, the passing the overtaking lane you had the driving lane which was your right and then on the right hand side you had kind of like your emergency lane and when i looked at that combo following each other i was like okay there's a high likelihood that this smaller truck is going to want to overtake that large semi-truck. And I hadn't even completed the thought when he, uh, when, when the following truck said his turn signal, um, and you know, obviously didn't look in the mirror because then he would have seen me and just pulled out to the left into my lane, which left me, I don't know, perhaps a few hundred meters to decelerate from 230 or 240 kilometers an hour down to 70 or 80, what he was driving, which was interesting. Now the car performed well, uh, thank goodness it did, but I saw myself crashing into that truck who had just gone into my lane. Now out of options, I would have just had to, just had to hit it. Uh, but the brakes were good and everything worked out fine. However, it left me with this phenomenon of why in the hell did I anticipate that correctly? And um, that's what this episode is going to be about. It's about your gut feeling and why, uh, if it is uh, sufficiently trained, you can pretty much trust it uh, very much over your conscious mind and perceptions and ideas born out of your rational thinking brain. Now, uh, the gut is basically a combination, uh, and is also referred to as the enteric nervous system. Uh, this goes from pretty much from your esophagus all the way down to your ass. That's one big giant pile of neurons and nerves and 
uh, hormone depots and so on and so forth. Now, I'm not going to get too scientific on you, but in science, the enteric nervous system uh, is often referred to as the second brain due to its complexity and the aforementioned things being there and the interaction between of them. Now, just to give you an example, your gut contains 95% of your body's serotonin supply. Uh, serotonin obviously being a hormone, the, the lucky hormone, and um, that's where we kind of do the short excursion into depression because it contain, the gut contains so much of your seropon, uh, ser serotonin depot, um, you know, kind of like this saying, happy gut, happy mind, and nothing is more true than that. Uh, so, you know, treat your gut with, uh, with respect, eat well, you know, and, and don't get too pissed off, uh, because that just kind of deteriorates its performance, makes it sour, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. I'm, again, I'm not going to get too scientific. This is about a totally different topic. So, um, this being mentioned, uh, the serotonin depot, uh, they, the, the medical or the scientists, scientists in general are, uh, actually working on a medication targeted, uh, against depression in that they want to kind of stimulate your gut to release serotonin and other happiness related hormones into your system, thereby, uh, you know, kind of triggering your mood to improve. And that's very interesting. So excursion ended. <laughs> so, um, how in the hell can your gut predict the future and your brain can't? And this is very interesting. Now the brain, uh, per second takes in pretty much, uh, around 400 billion bits of information. Uh, this is, you know, you see a picture, um, for instance, hanging in front of you. Uh, and, uh, with that goes the smell of the person just walking by who just farted or hadn't had a shower in a while, or is, uh, wearing an obtrusive perfume, uh, you know, the, um, the shapes and the sounds of, I don't know, the lady walking behind you in high heeled shoes while you're watching the picture the temperature in the gallery that you're obviously in on your skin, the fabrics of the clothes that you're wearing, um, and so on and so forth. So uh, 400 billion, uh, 400 billion, yeah, 400 billion bits of information per second. That's significant, right? Um, out of these 400 billion, your conscious mind you know, again, well-trained will filter out 2000 pieces of information, right? And by this limited quantity, it's going to let you make decisions. Usually these are based on experience and, you know, scientific facts you've been exposed to, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and if it weren't for, if it were only for these 2000 pieces of information being, you know, analyzed by your conscious mind, you'd be pretty piss poor at making, uh, making instinctive decisions. So our gut, 
uh, does the rest, uh, processing way more than these, uh, you know, 2000 limited pieces of information that our conscious mind actually processes. Now, uh, both don't work well without each other. Uh, and there is actually an interconnected uh, highway that kind of connects the two, which is very interesting. And um, this allows the combination of your brain and your gut to kind of predict the immediate future. You know, for instance, um, you're being approached by someone and you've got this gut feeling that they're dodgy. You know, this is, um, this happens more often than not. It's like you avoid people and, uh, you go out of their way and maybe, you know, they're that dodgy that you change the, the, the side of the street. So as to avoid them, uh, you know, and women from my experience are a lot better at that because, you know, <laughs> if a guy comes down the street as a woman, you don't have so many arguments to, you know, so, so much physical strength to beat the shit out of that person if push comes to shove. That's different for us guys. You know, it's like we have this, you know, this ape mentality, uh, the, the, the stone age genes coming through and well, if that fucker wants to go, yeah, you know, that bit. Um, but I'm getting off course now. Um, this is true not only for people that we approach, but uh, it goes so far as to have had a scientific study conducted resulting in what was quote unquote, the emotional oracle effect, uh, which was based on an experiment. Um, one of the examples of where the, uh, uh, where the, uh, what's the English term I'm looking for, where the test subjects, sorry, uh, were um, analyzed based on whether they would trust their gut feeling, their instinctive and immediate reaction to questions they were being asked. Um, and it turns out one example I remember was uh, in the um, 2016, 2015, 2016, no, 2012, it must have been, uh, the uh, primaries the, uh, of the Democratic National Convention, where it was um, up to uh, Hillary or Barack Obama running for president in the U.S. And the people, the, the test subjects, which trusted their gut and didn't waste too much time thinking about it, uh, said, um, or 72% of those said that it was going to be Obama who was going to run for president while, uh, 64% said it was going to be Hillary. Now, yeah, it's not a 100% kind of definitive decision, uh, but it gives a good indicator, right? And th this was just one of countless examples that I, that I read about. Uh, in this context of the emotional oracle effect, but um, it was very interesting in that the bottom line was that the gut prediction was always better than that based on rational thought, normally around 25%. Uh, with this whole thing, it's important to mention that situational awareness and training is required and experience more importantly than training. 
right? So um, the test subjects uh, were had a had a significant amount of um, uh, kind of like you know all over knowledge of the news and uh, so on and so forth. They were aware of uh, kind of uh, a, a large variety of other things. They were well read. Uh, quite well educated, so you know they were able to scientifically deduce. But you know they were asked to, or the um, the, the control group, uh, or the not the the, so the test subject group was asked to trust their gut instinct, and that usually turned out to be twenty five percent more accurate than those people who actually gave significant amount of thoughts to it. Their predictions were usually off um, or 25% less accurate. Uh, let's put it that way. Now, the enteric nervous system or your gut for uh, you know shortness sake, um, kind of bites into the aggregated knowledge of your brain. And so, it's important to, you know, not only trust your gut, uh, because then you would be going back to these, um, you know, primate instincts, fight, flight, fright, uh, but you've got to keep a, uh, well, a good balance between the two in that, uh, you know, combination of rational thought and your gut feeling will actually result in a qualified decision. And while I could probably tell you all day about things where my gut feeling was right, uh, it was, um, you know, the latest one being about the COVID situation, where from the beginning, I had this feeling that something wasn't right. I still don't know what it is. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, I think, uh, you know, a certain amount of healthy skepticism is always due when you are being, uh, or when you're taking in information, whatever the source. That being said, uh, if you have feedback, criticism, or encouragements, or ideas for new episodes, uh, please don't hesitate to write an email to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. And I would love, by the way, to hear from all of those subscribers from Spain and who you are, because that's uh, for us the third biggest country where we have subscribers from. So, uh, you know, to you also, please, you know, make yourself known. Uh, send an email to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. Have a good night if you have had a successful day. If you have not had a successful day yet, have a successful day and then have a good night. And in that sense, tomorrow uh, we're going to be back with another episode I have not yet decided upon, but I will try. This is actually kind of fun to make kind of like podcast episodes line up um, in context to their overall topics and try to kind of hook in to a topic I discussed today. So stay tuned and um, I will hear you tomorrow. Peace out.